everybody. Good morning. Happy Thursday. You're listening to The Start of the Donna and Steve Experience on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. And it's a reminder that we have yet to find our new intro song. You have you sent in a whole lot of options for us yesterday. Then Donna and I had a brief meeting after the show yesterday where we were um, going through. I was trying to go through some selections. We're looking for a more updated start to the show. Something a little more poppy, maybe a little more dancey. But Hi, poppy. Hi, poppy. <laughs> I, I led us to the Kygo album. You and I were in with Rocco after the show. We were recording mm-hmm. stuff. And it was met with your bitter beer face the whole time. Every song I played, I was like, and wouldn't this be fun? Look at how mm. it opens up now. I think you kept saying it's too noisy. It's very noisy. It sounds like five songs playing at the same time. It feels like we're at the club. It, our show starts at 9 o'clock in the morning. Okay, well, that's not usually when I would turn Give Me Three Steps by Leonard Skinner on either. But that I get it. It, it. That sounds a little clubbish. I hear you. Uh, but, so we're trying to figure it out. So you can continue to send in your ideas for what the best intro song. And think of the Donna and Steve experience. Think of what we, what we are, hmm. right? We're yeah. unprofessional. Correct. We don't stay on track often. That's right. Um, <laughs> and we're ready to get out of here at noon. Yeah. So we're we put messy. all those things together. Yeah. What's a song that would help to set the table <laughs> for us? So send us that, Donna and Steve show. At mytalk1071.com. You can also find us on X. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even going to say the former name. I'm trying it out by just calling it what it is. Okay. You'll find us on X. We're on X right now. We have so many emails. So many. It's stressing me out. You have to go through all the... Oh, my gosh. There's a lot. We we got a lot of emails. It's a lot of emails. And, uh, And we got some good, some really good ideas. We got some bad ideas. I had people hit me up on Instagram, DMing me, saying, hey, by the way, off topic, here is a song that you should try. Oh, you ought to try this. Multiple people suggested Jamiroquai. Mm. I think they were looking for the song Virtual Insanity. I watched it. (laughs) Uh, Excuse me. I listened to it last night in the car. I see where you're coming from, but that's a no for me, dog. That's Mm. not going to be it. We've gotten a lot of suggestions for Prince songs. And Donna, every time Let's Go Crazy comes up, what does it feel? Too on the nose? Too try hard? Too, uh, like, Let's Go Crazy? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It could be a different Prince song. I don't know. But it's, I mean, Prince, Let's Go Crazy is the most upbeat song. And I think people might be suggesting we're kind of crazy. Correct. You know what I mean? As a matter of fact, I let's start with an email right now oh okay all right here we go mail this comes from our friend brit in the city hey what up brit in new york hi donna and steve so i listened to the podcast on my way to work this morning and my god and i asked this lovingly were you both high during yesterday's whose voice segment I want to bottle up the unhinged energy of whatever y'all took before that segment. (laughs) Lots of big energy, laughs, and impressions that truly prove that y'all shine best when you add in a little crazy. So thanks for providing us with some excellent entertainment. Poor Mike. He was just trying to recap the rules and officiate a coin toss. And you two yahoos were trying to continually do your okay voices. Okay. Okay. 
I don't know how else to describe it. And then we get to the first voice guest. Jeez, Britt. And your time bets were said in what? An attempt at Owen Wilson? Shick Shekins. <laughs> then we get to the remember. last voice, Steve, trying to get Donna to guess Emma Stone by giving the syllables classic anyway. Oh, yeah. Ba, ba, ba. That's right. Ba, ba, ba. Oh okay, my well, I guess if you put one segment under the microscope, we don't seem like we should have jobs. Britt, are you happy? Right. Is that your point today? She said to sum up, we had some bad imitations, some made-up tunes, a couple Irma Gerds, sure. a few of Steve's yell, oh, yell screams, Donna's, oh, okay, and mm-hmm. Death Talk. Yeah, that's our show, Britt. Honest to God, Thanks Britt. for listening. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez Louise. So with that, what should our song be? The theme to Pee Wee Herman says, Lisa. That's not the worst suggestion, (laughs) but (laughs) that's not a terrible suggestion. Uh, We got all excited about, well, I did at least, you hate the song, but uh, Rihanna's We Found Love, and then a bunch of you wet blankets emailed, and we're like, yeah, that used to be Colleen and Bradley's song, whatever. Hmm. It's like there are no songs available to us anymore. (laughs) I tried, and then I like went on a David Guetta search last night and didn't like anything I heard there. Hmm. I don't know. Then I started listening. I was like, is there a Jay-Z song that could be cool, that could be upbeat and fun and party-ish? Hmm. So anyway, keep your suggestions coming. No, don't. It's stressing uh, me out. Email them. Uh, you can either email them to dvalentine no. at mytalk1071.com so that I don't get them, or uh, Donna and Steve show at mytalk 1071 dot com okay um by the way i uh, don't send us links we're not allowed to open them thank y'all oh i open them you do yeah all right I, I trust the i trust the people if i know the person i know what they're doing i know what they're unless the it department is listening and then i don't i delete those people and i i flag my local congressperson <laughs> <laughs> hey right. britney spears sold 1.1 million copies of her book in its first week of release unbelievable which is great it is a whole lot of money if you looked at the sale price on amazon is 21 dollars for the hardcover list price 33 dollars she probably made, you know, that that generated somewhere between 20 and 30 million dollars mm-hmm. this week, which is good. I think she got paid 10, could that be? She probably got a 10 million dollar advance and then okay. I would imagine she's getting some portion of uh the profits as well. If I were her agent. Correct. Okay. All right, good uh, for her. Good for her though not remember like the first day the Instagram post was like we we sold more books than books have ever been sold. This is the bookiest book of all time. That w- ended up not being true. Well, she did say she broke a record. What was the record? Uh, the record was most books sold in a day for a memoir. Wonder if that's true. Celebrity memoir. I don't care, by the way, if it's true or false. Well, I, why would she say it? I don't know, Donna. People say <laughs> stuff all the time, especially in the world of PR. You think every bit of PR that we've heard has been rooted in objective truth? Oh, listen to you. Getting yes. all cynical. So cynical. Hat. So cynical this morning. Wow. Not cynical, analytical. Okay. Mm, uh, okay. Uh, I'm just trying okay. to do a little, instead of just, oh, yeah, what are you spoon feeding me next, Hollywood? Mm, yum, yum, that's yummy. Wow. This is a first. I've never seen you like this. <laughs> Ever. You're always like, oh, yeah. These two are dating, and it's normal and real. And that I'm, is true. I don't really believe in publicationships. Interesting. 
I don't know. It just feels like too much work. What are we doing? But I'm an old married man. That is true. My speed, the speed at which my car is going in life is very low compared to, I guess, if you're a single celebrity who's really trying to achieve superstardom and amass all, you know, untold amounts of money. I get it. Right. I get how you could be really excitable. All right. Hey, congratulations to the Texas Rangers for winning the World Series. First ever. That's Five great. games, yeah. four to one over the Arizona Diamondbacks. Bing, Very bang, cool. Boom. All right, done with that. What's next? Hey, what? I got something for us. Let's do a little hunt. Huh? Let's wake our brains up here. Um, this is good. Do you think you know the answer to this? This became the first YouTube video to get one billion views, and it happened on December twenty first, twenty twelve, which was also the day the apocalypse was supposed to happen. Okay. Do you know the video? I'll tell you that and some other things that'll make you go, huh? When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hello. Good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment and where talk is fun. Just keeping it chill. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. We don't have the energy <clears throat> to get deep on anything. Unless you get me one of those the delicious only- drinks. Celsius. That guy. Oh, are you getting hooked? Kind of like it. I'm kind of sick of coffee. I had mine this morning. You did? My husband got me hooked on these a couple. Wow. So listen, I think that Celsius tastes great. I will tell you that I have, there there was a woman who reached out to me last week who is a a trainer, dietitian sort of a person, and Mm -hmm. she was like, Stevie boy, you know, you are a gift to the Twin Cities, blah, blah, blah. You know, the normal things to set the table. And uh, she said, I don't want to do anything to harm you. These drinks, she did not feel were good for you. She said, my eye, I spy with my little eye, not good ingredients. And I asked her about a couple of other drinks. She said, like, Zoa, the Rocks Energy drink, she said that she much prefers to Celsius. In addition, um, Joy Burst, which is a new one that you've seen offered at Costco, she prefers those ingredients to Celsius. But Pappy, me, I prefer the energy burst that I get from Celsius. What say you, Leah? Well, I have I have a fun story. My husband, um, the flight attendant, I mentioned him, but he actually had the creator of Celsius on one of his flights. No way. Oh the guy gosh. had a Celsius shirt on, and Mark is like, do you work for Celsius? And the guy was like, I invented it. Oh, my word. And Mark's just like... I gotta say, this stuff saves me layovers. You can't trust hotel coffee. Like I, I right. live on this stuff. So the guy who started it actually was a diabetic, and he wanted an alternative to an energy drink that he could consume that was within his dietary guidelines. Mm. That wouldn't. So I mean, coming from him, he he created the beverage with health and you know wellness in mind. Sure. Yeah. What is the, what is the problem with the ingredients? I don't know. Get a dietitian on the line. I just read a passing Instagram message, and now I'm communicating it as part of a segment. Okay. Thank you. Real quick, I was looking up a pre-workout drink last night, though, that has th- 370 milligrams of caffeine per serving. How many are you supposed to have in one sitting? Well, a cup of coffee is about 60. Okay, that's a lot. A Celsius, that's dangerous. A Celsius has 200. Wow. 
Many drinks now, some of these high-powered caffeine ones have like 300, but this one said, now listen, before, I'm sure people are mid-email to me right now, and I did not purchase it. It was by a company, uh, oh, no, it wasn't by this, there was, I found another one by a company called Alpha Lion, 300 milligrams caffeine, which I've done many times, but this one has a triple release of the caffeine. So there is an instant release, then there is a slightly delayed release, and then a rather delayed release. So what they say is because of that, the crash does not come like it can with, with many of these drinks. They also say caffeine is the thing, I've said this before, that blocks sleepiness. It does not give you energy. It blocks the sleepy receptors in your brain. So you just go from saying, oh, I feel tired, to I don't feel tired, as opposed to I feel energized. You could confuse the two. They say B12 is the the ingredient in the drink that can give you energy. And I have seen a, a an energy drink that has over a 1,000% of your daily B12, to which people have said, well, you're just peeing out most of that. Your body that can only true. process so right. much of it. Hmm. So I don't know. I don't know, guys. All I know is I want my body to tingle as I work out, and I want to feel like I have superhuman strength. Is that so wrong? I want my body to tingle without the workout. I just want <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Listen, that would be a good thing if you tried one of these like crazy pre-workout drinks that are supposed to really get you energized, and they also say it's supposed to give you mental clarity and focus. It would be something to just take a scoop of that and not follow it up with physical activity, but maybe just a to-do list. Or maybe you'll never have watched an episode of blank as hard as you have when you've taken pre-workout. Okay. There we go. That is the, uh, everybody knows if you listen to the Donna and Steve experience, <laughs> that is Donna's verbal communication of next. <laughs> I, okay. Or sometimes she'll follow it up with, okay, cool. And that means I wasn't really listening. I heard you pause. Can we move on to whatever might be next? That is correct. Thank you. This video became the first YouTube video to surpass 1 billion views. This feat was accomplished on December 21st, 2012, which was also the day, according to the Mayan calendar, that the apocalypse was supposed to happen. Do you think you know the video? Um, can I have a hint? The answer is no, I don't. Okay, 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 okay. It is a music video. Okay, I assumed that. Uh, oh, wow, smart. I did, because I remember reading the story and going, wow, this is the first video to get a billion? Crazy. Okay, I'll give you the initials of the video. I love it. The video or the artist? The video. So I have to come up with a song. That's right, Donna. Boy, you're a quick study. The initials are G.S., this became the first YouTube video to get more than 1 billion views. Oh. Happened on December 21st, 2012, the day the apocalypse was I supposed to happen. This. Do you have a guess? I have a guess. Okay. You want to go first? Nope. Don, wait, 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 wait. Now, Leah, Leah knows it. This is like when anyone in that chair, be it Holly, be it Mike, be it Leah, they're always a step ahead of us. So she, <laughs> she knows it. So just to prolong the game a bit, Donna, what would be a guess of a song whose initials are G S? That was a worldwide phenomenon and got more than a billion views. Oh, how about that? Um, I'm going to take it down to the little town road. O-T-R. And that does not meet our G-S stipulation. That was a few years later, too. 
Okay, okay. Good is the first word good. No. What if I hummed a little bit of it? Okay. <clears throat> oh, yes. Uh, Gangnam style. That's it, Donna. Yes. Nice work. Leah, did you have that in I the did. barrel? I did. I had, uh, I had like tween children when that song came out. That was like on our kids' oh, yeah. playlist. Such a great video. <laughs> yeah, he's a wild man. That sigh. He came out with like another song, but nothing that went Gangnam style. I saw him do like he he did a show like po- like he's still like a huge deal. He still does these big shows and like brings it when he does these live shows. Oh, Very yeah. energetic. Like yes. still to this day, it's huge. You think he's on a pre workout? I'm sure he's on something even better than a pre workout. Oh, <laughs> starting rumors about Cy. Yeah, that's right. Like, wow, suddenly this turns into a Cy hit piece. <laughs> Here's an interesting tidbit: Legendary mystery writer Agatha Christie was an avid surfer. In fact, it's believed that she may have been the first Western woman to stand up on a blank. A surfboard. You got it, done. Thank there you. you. All right, way to go. See? There, now you, now yeah, you can tell right, you're one right. for two today. Batting 500. I love this. Are we just playing fill in the blanks? A Swiss Army knife is called a blank knife in South Korea. Or as you call it, SoCo. A Swiss Army knife is called a... A blank knife in South Korea... The blank is the name of a long-since-gone television show. Bonanza knife. No, think of what a Swiss Army knife does. Do a, a cutting knife. A slicer knife. All right, so we're, the guesses are getting worse. I'll jump in. A Swiss <laughs> Army knife is called a MacGyver knife ah. in South Korea. I wonder why. Because of all the things it does. Got it. Got it. Does lots of things. Okay. Oh, boy. Donna, Thanks. go grab a Celsius. Do us all a quick favor. We'll be back. More entertainment news next. Hmm. Just get one. Hey, guys. We're back. Oh. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Woo. We got a lot of stuff to talk about here. What would you like to start with? You know, I saw something cool last night. Uh, I saw it this morning that happened last night. That caught my eye, and maybe this will be an introduction for a lot of folks. I can't wait. Last night, Stephen Colbert was on The Late Show, and he pulled up this press release about the the show that will now follow him, now that it's no longer The Late Late Show, but instead it's called After Midnight. Hmm. And he was talking about how his friends at Funny or Die were going to produce it, and he was also going to be an executive producer of it, which was fun. Um he went on to say it's going to launch, by the way, in early 2024. But then he went on to uh, say that essentially they were. It was kind of cool because this show, which will now follow Stephen Colbert, called After Midnight, is based on Comedy Central's At Midnight, which ran between 2013 and 2017, um, which is a show that at one point followed Stephen Colbert on when he was on Comedy Central doing the Colbert Report. So. All this stuff was kind of fun, and he was making all these little tie-ins and thought, hey, this is kind of cool that this is going to be happening. And then he said the only thing that you'll notice is in the press release, it says that a host has not yet been named. And so he said, so if anybody you know wants to do the job, blah, 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 and then it cuts to somebody saying something from the crowd. And that somebody is an up-and-coming comedian named Taylor Tomlinson. And she was like, oh, hey. And, you know, Stephen Colbert's like, oh, 
comedian Taylor Tomlinson because you know you're you're sort of aware that many people probably didn't know who this person was. Right. You give them a label. And uh, comedian T- Taylor Tomlinson, what what are you doing here? Oh, well, I was just sort of I was here watching the show and I heard you say that and you know I'd be interested in doing it. Oh my gosh, blah 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 blah, yada yada yada. They announce she is the next host of she's the next late night host that's being welcomed to network television. She will be the host of After Midnight. So he brings her up from the crowd. She sits down next to him at the desk, and he then starts to help set the table for the audience who might be unfamiliar. And she jokes about it too. She's like, "Look, I'm 29. For those of you who feel like I don't know who this is, I don't know who I am yet either. You know, it's we're all getting Cute. to know me." But he said, look, you've got a couple really big Netflix comedy specials. Uh, This is going to be great. We think you're going to be fantastic. She mentioned she's never had a real job in her life. She started doing stand-up at the age of 16. She just, he said, what appealed to you? And she was like, well, just that it's a job. Like, this will be my first job, so I'm excited about that. And they go on to talk. He then, it it turns out, this has been a two-month-long process where they've been considering her, probably among other people. And they cut to this picture that Colbert took a little screen grab last night. Excuse me, the night the night prior to she was on the show last night. But it was a Zoom call where Colbert had called her to tell her that she got the job. Oh, fun. And she's just there in like a baseball cap. And they caught the moment on Zoom of him saying, you're the one, you're the net. I'm, I'm giving you a network late night show. And her look of just utter disbelief was just so wonderful. It was so great. And I love those moments. Cute. I, I think this is why I really like American Idol, among perhaps other reasons. I love moments in people's lives where everything changes. where Particularly when it's something they've been working for or toward. And then there is like... A call that changes your life, an email that changes your life, a meeting that changes your life, like the trajectory of it. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, and the fact that it happened just the night before, they hadn't been sitting on this secret. Taylor Tomlinson hadn't been doing gigs and just not saying anything on the mic. Like she found out two days ago. That's and then they have cool. her on the show last night. So she looks adorable. Oh, yeah. Um, she looks like she's really bubbly. She's funny. Have yeah, you seen okay. her, her yeah. comedy specials? Yeah, I've cut a, a few of her things, yeah. Yeah. So okay, anyways, uh, Taylor Tomlinson. And let us introduce Taylor Tomlinson. I'm sure you'll be able to play this tape back in five years, and that will sound very foolish because she'll be established as a late-night star. Right. Okay. Cool. I, I don't understand what the game is. It's a game show, right? I'm, you know, it's based on this game show. I didn't watch After Midnight so or At Midnight, whatever it was called, um, and now this one's After Midnight. I wasn't familiar with that show, so I, too, remember initially when they announced the plans after Corden left for some sort of a game show-style format. I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know if it's part interview, part game. I don't know. All right, we're going to find out together. I know Taylor's the one behind it. When does this start? Early 2024 is oh, what they're gotcha. saying. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Which, by the way, will be here in a sneeze. It's November 2nd, guys. Yeah. Yeah, we thanks, are three Steve. weeks away, Donna. Three weeks away from Thanksgiving. That's why we got to put our trees up. Get them up. Get them up. Get them up now. Giddy Get up. the Christmas Get tunes up. on. Watch Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Great Thanksgiving movie. Okay. Will do. Thank you. You won't. I might. You lie. I do. I wonder who lies more on this show. No, I don't. It's you. Ha! 
Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, let's go back to Halloween for a minute. Okay. So, uh, did you ever watch Sheets Creek? I watched a, an episode on the plane the other day. I've watched maybe five episodes. Okay. Um, great show. You just have to get past like you gotta the, get into the first it. season. Yes. I agree. And then you're like, oh my God, this is magical. So, Emily Hampshire, who plays Stevie on the show, is apologizing for her Johnny Depp costume. This is coming after she started to get some backlash online. I thought it was kind of funny. I mean, okay, maybe she didn't need the Amber Heard portion of it, but she dressed up as Johnny Depp. Her friend was Amber Heard. She, they paired outfits with a bottle of wine. She had fake poop in her suit jacket pocket. Looked and, like Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poo from South Park. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so great. And then her friend had like a cryy face, kind of mimicking Amber Heard on the stand. Right. She has completely scrubbed this from her Instagram. <laughs> oh, okay. She put out a full apology saying, I want to address what is one of the most thoughtless and sensitive and ignorant things I've ever done. She said she's ashamed for putting something that awful out in the universe and I'll do better. In the future, she condemned domestic abuse and, again, promising to do better. Um, Some people are thanking her for her apology. Others are are saying, oh, my God, it's not even that offensive as you're making it out to be or your critics are making it out to be. But she decided to go full tilt into the apology. Yeah. I think it depends on whether or not you believe Amber Heard's claims. Sure. Sure. You know, if I believed her claims, I could see where I might be offended. Sure, yeah. Because it's making a mockery of it. But Mm -hmm. anyway, wow. I know, but then there's the other element where it like became, you know, as often happens, it becomes just a pop culture, part of the pop culture zeitgeist, almost a prop to be used in the world of pop culture and, and parody and satire yeah, and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's tricky. you can understand the sides of it. It's tricky out there. Um, I listened to... Leah, can we listen to this uh, little commercial here from the top? I've got it uh, linked up there. And it's like just w- this Walmart ad that the Mean Girls cast was reuniting for. And then uh, there's a little bit of the internet was wondering, well, why isn't Rachel McAdams in this? We miss her. We want to see her. And I, so I saw the ad that was out, and it's like a two-minute ad, okay? But I thought maybe, and listen, I'm all for, like, find your side hustle, get your money, and all that kind of stuff. But as I watched it, Having seen Mean Girls, but not Uber. I haven't seen it in you know twenty years. Yeah, right. Um, I don't remember a lot of it. Yeah, me and you both. Um, but I was trying to figure out. Like, I wonder why Rachel McAdams didn't do this. Some people were like, "Yeah, well, maybe she didn't need to. Didn't need the money. None of them needed the money. I mean, they're all doing. Maybe some of them did a little bit more than others. But like, I think everybody's doing pretty well amongst the Mean Girls cast. You had Amanda Seyfried in it. Lindsay Lohan, doesn't she own like Grease nightclubs or something? <laughs> I don't know. So everybody's 
doing. Lindsay okay. probably needs it the most. Well, Amanda's doing well. Here is what the ad sounds like. It's like two minutes long. We'll listen to like 30 or 45 seconds, but I think maybe, see if you can pick up on the reason why maybe Rachel McAdams said, I'll pass. Okay. Things never change. On Wednesdays, we still wear pink. Get in, sweetie. We're going deal shopping. But now we shop Walmart Black Friday deals. Buckle up. Karen Smith here with the weather. There's a 30% chance it's already Wednesday. This wasn't regular shopping. This was deal shopping. Back to you, Chuck. Don't let the haters stop you from doing your thing, Kevin Jr. Even as the guidance counselor, I was still getting schooled. Gruel. Huh? What's gruel? It's nothing. Man, I don't have to set something. This is going to be so fetch. Stop trying to make fetch happen, Mom. It's still not going to happen. We were a school obsessed. If you have Walmart Plus, you will get three-hour early access to Black Friday deals. Deals. These. The deals were coming out of us like word vomit. Walmart's Black Friday <laughs> deals are flawless. Those deals are hot. They might even be hotter than Amber Wieners. I saw Miss Heron buy Apple AirPods and Legos, so I bought Apple AirPods and Legos. <laughs> okay, so you're, this goes okay. on for like another minute. For me, it felt maybe if, I, if I'm trying to figure out the Rachel McAdams angle, maybe she read it and just thought, this isn't... Okay, it's not smart enough, and it's very sales forward. That's why I'm thinking maybe she was like, had you given me a creative script? But as I watched it, it seemed, and with all due respect to Walmart, in case they want to partner with me in the future, um, it just seemed like kind of low-hanging fruit, easy jokes, easy, like here's an easy way to tease a little nostalgia. Sure. And there wasn't like a, a, it just needed some teeth to it just something a little smarter and then i get it it's it's overtly like very walmart forward it just i could just see how somebody would read it and be like nah this isn't the reunion i'm looking for yeah yeah especially because i mean i feel like rachel mcadams is like a very respectable dignified actor you know what i mean and when i i i feel like amanda's safe Freed is as well, but uh, Lindsay Lohan, you know, B-list. Donna. What? I don't know the other young lady. Lacey Shambert. Shambert. Shambe. Shambe. Okay. I'm not familiar with her Oh, work. she's on like every Hallmark Channel movie or Lifetime. Yes, okay. My dad loves her. Oh, cute. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me take a look at she's her. She's cute. You know her. You know her. Oh, yeah. Super cute. Okay. I'm, I'm going to just chime in on your radio show here. I like yeah. this commercial. This you is do like this it. was fun for me when I saw this okay. this morning. This you, was really you know fun mean for me. Mean Girls, so this tickled the the right nostalgic bones for you. I love Mean Girls. It's a whole yeah. Okay, I, I like this, and I don't even shop at Walmart. Hmm. But yeah, I might. I mean, I I laughed a couple of times yeah, here. You, were, you know, maybe it's just me. Maybe it's me. Maybe this is why I really see eye to eye with Rachel McAdams. <laughs> Look at me. I'm wearing glasses. I'm a dignified. I just person. I don't know who the, who are they trying to target? Is it you, Leah? I you think know? so. Yeah. Yeah. I think me and then yeah, my, my People oldest who... daughter Zoe is twenty five and she would love this too. Okay. I mean we're we're right. so into yeah. What year did it come out? Two thousand four? So yeah, twenty years ago, nineteen years ago. 
Yeah, I could okay. see where the people who they want shopping at Walmart would have been big fans of this movie. Pap Pap says it's time to take a break. Oh, okay, Pap Pap. I just, it's just getting late. <laughs> okay. Donna, would you do me a favor? You need to have a Celsius. Would you go, oh, you oh, need a Celsius. Really? I had a quad shot of espresso oh, this morning. Okay. You need a Celsius. I'm awake. You're the Debbie Downer of the group. No, I'm just thinking with my brain. <laughs> When we come back, it'll be time for See Something, Say Something. There's an interesting Travis Barker story that we did not get to regarding Travis Barker and his experience in planes ever since his near miss in a plane years ago. I'll tell you about that. And also, if you don't tip when you order DoorDash, we can already tell you what's going to happen, as in DoorDash can tell you what's going to happen. We'll get into that when we come back. Hey, what's up, guys? Stevie Boy here for our friends at Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. Did you know that you can enjoy Thanksgiving at Chanhassen Dinner Theaters? It's an afternoon event. Dinner and the show are something that you can be thankful for. Also, the fact that you don't need to do any shopping or any cleanup. Jersey Boys is on the main stage right now. It's phenomenal. Such a great story. And the iconic music, songs like Sherry, Let's Hang On, Oh, What a Night. They go on and on. It's so great. Oh, order the grasshopper for me, will you? Hey, then over in the fireside, you got the concerts coming up. The Michael Jackson Family Review. It's going to blow you away. This thing is getting rave reviews. Then, Rainy Days and Mondays, the music of the Carpenters. And then, after Thanksgiving, you get a choice of eight different holiday shows every night of the week and matinees, too. We've got acts like the Three Tenors, Rock and Roll Christmas Spectacular, Ginger Commodore's Christmas, and a whole lot of soul and a whole bunch more. Hey, and for kicks and giggles any time of the year, every Friday and Saturday, Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret. Get your tickets now. Visit ChanhassenDT.com. Chanhassen Dinner Theaters, always entertaining you. Welcome back to the show. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. This is a place where we believe if you see something, you should say something. So we shall. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. May I start with the uh, Travis Barker story that we didn't get to yesterday? Absolutely. Um, He survived, you you might remember, a deadly plane crash back in 2008. Yeah. 15 years ago now. He was a sole survivor of that. Well, he he and his friend got out. I believe his friend died a, a year later from a drug overdose. So unrelated, but two people were able to get off that plane. How terrifying. Well, he didn't fly again until 2021. 13 years he went without going into the air for any kind of travel. He actually credits Courtney Kardashian for getting him back in the air. But he said it has not all been easy. And, I mean, I'm thinking of the string of bad luck here. He said uh, he shared on his third flight back he had a panic attack because the private jet that he was on was losing cabin pressure. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's what happened with the original plane. They lost uh, cabin pressure, and the tires blew out mm. on takeoff, and then it veered you know, off the runway, went up in flames. Jeez. So I, I could see where that would cause panic. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Talk about like a negative reinforcer there. 
Travis said, I had somebody tell the pilot, look, no cowboy crap. You just land this bleeping plane. Please do not try to be a hero. But he said, I have no control over it. I don't know if I'll ever feel comfortable. He had also previously mentioned another flight. And I don't know if this includes in the three flights back since since he's been flying since 2021. But that there was another flight when all of the engine lights came on oh, as the jet was taking off. Yikes. It sounds like takeoff, you know, that's where his trauma is. Sure. Takeoff and landing is the most dangerous time on a flight. Right? You know, maybe... Um, I wonder if he would feel better. Reading the book that you are going no, to suggest? No, no, listen... Sure. Did I help Martin Scorsese overcome his fear of flying? We'll never know because he seemed like he wanted to distance himself from me when I cornered him and told him about it. (laughs) But I wonder if he might feel better flying commercial. I'm with you on that. I'm with you. I was thinking. Sorry about that. Hey, Donna. (laughs) Sorry, I leaned on something. Hey, Donna. Hey. We're in the middle of sort of a story right now, and for you to bring up an intro to a segment that hasn't existed in probably (laughs) four years is a little disheartening. I leaned on the button by mistake. What were you trying to do? Don't ever put me in control of, like... Honest to goodness, I could see you in a cockpit. (laughs) I leaned on the button. (laughs) We're at war, and let me tell you why. (laughs) Um, What were you trying to hit? Was it going to was just No, I was just adjusting my screen. I didn't mean to hit anything, Steve. Why don't you get off my back? Well, it scared me, okay? Okay. Anyway, I think commercial might be better. Uh, I wonder if that could just help to lower his anxiety a little bit. Because there are, in theory, more checks and balances on commercial airlines, particularly commercial airlines here in the United States. There are the federal aviation guidelines that in private jets have to meet their own as well. But there just, I don't think, are quite as many checks and balances on planes that are privately piloted, privately owned. You know, they're they're uh, just a little different. So I don't know. I don't know if that would help him to feel okay, better. Well, I'll get him on the horn and let him know. Hey, Donna. <laughs> I'm just trying to offer a suggestion. <laughs> He could fly business class. I could help him with that. Just how to conduct yourself in business in first class. Oh, yeah. By stealing the person next to you's food. Donna, they (laughs) delivered it to me, okay? I blame Fauci. Because this was at the time when we were all masked on planes. You ought not speak to the other person. Mm-hmm. I order a salad, he orders a sandwich. They deliver me a sandwich, they deliver him a salad. He tries to get the flight attendant's attention to get his sandwich back. I think, hello, fate, I eat the sandwich. He <laughs> never gets his sandwich delivered. So, yeah, you rob a guy one time, your first time ever flying in first class. Ooh, labeled for life. He doesn't belong up there. <laughs> then last week, I earlier this week, audibly went, Mm. When I saw a guy get a chicken sandwich after I ordered a freaking salad. I can hang up there. All right, anyway. Uh, hey, their baby is due any minute. Uh, Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker. Mm. I think she was due on Halloween, I think. Or or this week, something like that. So, and he's going to be named Rocky. That's right. Look at you knowing stuff about couples. <laughs> Very impressed. Yes, Donna.
Uh, DoorDash is warning people who don't pre-tip. Okay, this is the pre-tip. Yeah. If you don't pre-tip, your food could arrive cold. Thank you. Good you got to pre-tip. You got pre-tip? to pre-tip? They don't see it. The, the, the dashers don't see the amount of the tip, but apparently when an order becomes available for delivery, they see there's a value to the meal that they would be delivering. And so savvy door dashers have been able to decode when there's a, a tip baked into it and when there is not based on the overall value of the order. And so that's why they think if you don't tip ahead of time, that order will be ready waiting on some table somewhere in some restaurant and dashers will be moving past it to get to a more valuable meal. That's too bad. You a pre-tipper? I'm a, you got a pre-tip. Got a pre-tip? I pre-tipped last week when I did Uber Eats when I was in D.C. and it was brutal. It was slow. It kept getting delayed. So I don't know if the pre-tip works there or, or not, but it was not a good experience. I'll be fine. So sorry for your loss. My sushi eventually got there. Okay. I am I am actually pretty relatable. Mm, sometimes. Mostly not, though. Thank you. We'll take a break. When we come back, we've got a dirt alert uh, and then a little music news. What did Travis and Taylor do for Halloween? Wait until you hear. That's next.